Welcome back, everybody. This is Caleb, your favorite Kung Fu fanatic. Welcome to a special bonus episode of The Cinema. This is potentially a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, guys. Got two very special guests in the in the studio today. First off, I'm going to introduce my brother, Seth. Hello. He was with us back in the Karate Kid episode. You guys check that one out if you haven't already. But it's not just Seth. We also have another very special guest. Like I said, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Because he does not speak much. <laughs> yes, we are joined by none other than our own father, Daddy. Well, Dad, what's going on? <laughs> How's it going, guys? <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, yeah, this is really exciting. Um, my dad is a... Or our dad. Sorry. I, I can't forget that my brother is here, too. <laughs> our dad is in town, um, you know, and he uh, he lives up in Washington State. And so whenever I found out he was coming down here, I said, Dad, we got to do an episode together. So I... I, I I made I made time on my schedule like for uh, for all my different episodes to make sure that, that 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 happens. So we are here. He is here, and we are going to be discussing a film that is very dear to us. It's something that we talk about pretty much every day, and uh, it's it's such a such a great fun movie. We're going to be talking about Kung Pao Enter the Fist. I love this movie. I just watched it. I was going to watch it last night, but um, I was out kind of late, and when I came home, I was like, I'm going to bed. I'll watch it in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So I got, up at, I got up at like 7.30 this morning, and I showered and watched the and movie. And watched it. Yeah. I watched it probably four or five months ago, but I've, yeah. I've seen it so many times. It's, mm-hmm. Even when I watched it then, I didn't even, I just knew what was coming. I didn't have to watch the whole entire thing. Yeah. Dad, do you remember the last time you watched it? I watched it uh, within the last six months. I know I have. Yeah, so he came over and I was like, "We gotta watch Kung Pao." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when we were um, when we were little, we had the uh, Seth, we had the we had it on VHS, but Dad had the DVD and he still has that DVD. Yeah, the the chosen edition is what they yeah, called it. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, the chosen edition. Yeah, and one of the things I loved about the chosen edition was the what were they really saying feature? Yes, because yeah, the dub situation. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they they don't they they don't use the lines that you see that you hear in the movie. Yeah. They they took what they were really saying. <laughs> but what they were really saying was like completely complete cra- nonsense. Crazy stuff. Like, it yeah, made no sense whatsoever. Yeah. I actually, it wasn't real words. It was kind of goofy. I thought yeah. it's kind of funny. It, like the the, the word that, what they were really saying was kind of funny. It's not as funny as the the actual yeah. dub though. Well, it's it's smart because of the, the dub. of how they did the dubbing. Right. Yeah, it's like let's do it this way, but behind it you would just be saying <laughs> just bullshit. Peaches, cream, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Just weird. yeah, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, but yeah, um, for for uh for the uninitiated, I'll give you guys a little background on. On the film, so Kung Pao: Enter the Fist was uh, released in two thousand two. It was written and directed by Steve Odekirk. Steve Odekirk yes. is a uh, very, very talented guy. Very funny comedian. Uh, very, uh, uh, he's done a lot of uh, a lot of work with other films. He worked with Jim Carrey. He was he served as an executive consultant for uh, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Also wrote and directed the sequel Ace Ventura: When Nature Calls. And I love both those movies. I'm a big fan yes. of Jim Carrey. Yeah. Is he related to Bob Odenkirk? No, their names are different. Steve Odenkirk, Bob Odenkirk. Um, like, okay. The uh, names are similar. I yeah. always thought well, there was some kind of relation. The, yeah, I think a lot of people have thought that too. He's the main character in, as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He he also stars in the film. He's the, yeah, and, the uh, chosen one. Yeah. He's and. Um, but this movie, um, the way they did it was really interesting. They took, um, yeah, they took uh, 
what Steve Odekirk did was that he took um he he took a movie like an old kung fu movie from 1976 called Tiger and Crane Fists, also known as Savage Killers. And um, what he did was he took the movie and he he used a lot of different um a lot of different uh, techniques to insert himself into the movie because again this was two thousand two and we're using movies from the seventies yeah and um some scenes you could really tell yeah he so was just so kind of plopped in yeah there. so they they would do things like uh like head replacement yeah um yeah he he Body was body replacement yeah he was using um he was using stuff in post production like chroma key digital compositing techniques like head replacement like i just mentioned yeah and uh or like inserting his whole body into a certain scene and and they even show like when the movie's over and the credits are rolling they show how it was done yeah they show how they put him in the scene yeah he like stands in front of a blue screen and then they 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 just like show how they put him in in each scene and uh and yeah like you said there were some moments where it was really obvious yeah you can tell his whole body was was supposed to be obvious you think so? Yeah, it was. Well, it's meant to be funny. And yeah, of course, it's not a real like kung fu movie or right. any kind of martial it, arts. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just a parody. It's, it's a parody, just a parody. Yeah. yeah, but um, I think I remember when when we were when we were kids and we would watch it. I honestly never really noticed the difference. I th- I you know I didn't know Tiger and Crane Fist was like an actual movie because you know we were just kids. We didn't care. We didn't look into it. We would just watch it and think like, "Oh, that's funny," you know. Well, yeah. And <laughs> I always, I always knew it was. I always kind of knew it was meant to be, like a funny movie, a parody of a mm-hmm. kung fu movie. Yeah. But I, I just thought they did all that on purpose. I never processed that they took it from a a real movie. Never. Yeah. Same. I just thought they all added it in. Yeah. To be funny. <laughs> yeah, and um, and another another interesting thing about this movie is that every dubbed voice is Steve Odekirk. Like he did oh, every really? scene. Yeah, you didn't know that. <laughs> no, he I didn't know that one. He does every voice in the movie. He's the chosen one. He does Wimp Lowe's voice. He does Master Tang's voice and Betty and Ling. And he does everyone's voice. <laughs> I was surprised months ago when I found out that he was the main character. I had, I connected those dots. Like that. That's the same yeah. guy. Yeah. I connected those dots, and I was like, wow. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, but uh. Yeah, uh, and there are there are moments like we said this movie the movie they used was Tiger and Crane Fist and there are a lot of moments where you can actually see the character that is the chosen one because in Tiger and Crane Fist the main character was played by the actor Jimmy Wang Yu and he was the dude's a legend he's yes, been so popular. many yeah he's been in so many so many uh, iconic kung fu films like One Armed Swordsman uh, One Armed Boxer. And its sequel, Master of the Flying Guillotine, which is just an insane movie. I love Master of the Flying Guillotine, and um, but yeah, but there there are moments where you can actually see him yeah. like throughout the movie in certain scenes because Steve Odekirk just like couldn't put himself in certain shots, and so they just they just used the original shot of of Jimmy Wang Yu. Dad, have you seen Tiger and Crane Fists? I think I have. You think so? There are certain parts of the original movie that I kind of remembered. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I I keep telling myself I need to watch it though because I love Kung Pao so much. I was like, I need to see the the thing that the kind of inspired thing, yeah. it, you know. But what, um, what they decided to use, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, I'm not gonna waste any more time. We're gonna go ahead and jump right into the story, and I'll just say, you know, you guys brace yourselves because we're gonna be laughing a lot here probably <laughs> and doing the voices. 
some people might think, wow, these guys are annoying. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, the film opens up on a family, a Chinese family, and they have a little baby with them. And it's, um, there's a couple of lines of dialogue. It's kind of ambiguous. So like the mother is like saying, maybe we should take him to the Abbot. The dad's saying, no, no one needs to know about this. And then uh, there's a knock on the door, and we are introduced to a character, or the character Master Payne, which th this version of Master Payne that we see was played by the actor Leo Lee. The one we're going to see later was actually a character from the original Tiger Crane Fists. But the, act the actor we see here is Leo Lee, and, um, and he, kills, he kills the family except the baby. And, uh, and <laughs> we, get, we get our first funny line which from start to finish this movie is fucking hilarious and it's um you know so we get like open the mouth and and um and so they see that it's a uh there's a helicopter flying by my apartment yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah and um but anyway yeah so they, they they say it's the chosen one master Payne's fixing to to kill him but the baby starts to fight back <laughs> yes the baby leaps up yeah, and, and starts running around and kicking people. Yeah, and the animation is so bad. Yeah, it's so bad. And the baby is doing but, you know, the, backflips. The, the, this, this had a really small budget, though, and this was the early 2000s. <laughs> so, of course, it's bad. It's, uh, it's, um, but you can tell the baby's, like, animated, but it, it's in the dark. So, I guess they try to make it less obvious if it's in the dark it helps but yeah it's but the glimpses that you catch it's like oh my goodness <laughs> like geez that terrible. looks terrible but they never showed the tongue no they, they did baby. not yeah no they, they didn't, didn't show the tongue on the baby you know we're getting a little ahead of ourselves with the tongue oh that's okay though but uh <laughs> well that's why master Payne said open, open the, mouth. the mouth yeah he, he needed had to, to see, see the tongue, tongue yeah, to that's... see if it was the chosen one yeah that's how you know yeah but yeah. by the time the baby's kicking his ass yeah he's Definitely the chosen one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You I realize love, that he's special. Yeah, I love when the, I love when special. Yeah, I love when the baby jumps up and um and starts kicking everyone and Master Pain's like kill it, kill it, <laughs> and, and then he pees all over his face. Yeah, uh, the baby. Yeah, he cuts his diaper off. Like he's like swinging a sword at him, but yeah. he he only manages to cut his diaper off. Yeah, and then he just starts peeing <laughs> in his face. Yeah, and um. Yeah, anyway, so uh, so Master Payne, he sets the house on fire, walks away, and... Um, Hoping that he killed the baby. Yeah, yeah but the baby somehow <laughs> jumps out the window. Right. <laughs> yeah, and it rolls down a... <laughs> rolls down a very long yeah. hill. <laughs> and, and the um, animation on that was very bad as well. It was clearly a doll. It was, yeah, it was clearly a very doll. clearly yeah. a doll yeah. rolling down the mountain. But I love I love the noise he makes as he's rolling. Yeah. Like, ah, he hits the rocks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um and so when he finally hits the bottom, this 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 uh this peasant woman it's is just, just walking, walking by. Yeah, just happened to be walking by. And she's she sees him and she picks him up and she's like, Oh, so cute. Oh, so and then <laughs> and then rolls him down the next, the next hill. Then lets him just, just keep him rolling. Like rolls him down the next hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And so and so <laughs> the uh so yeah, some time passes, and then we. This is when we're introduced to our, you know, our adult version of our main character, the right. chosen one, who is played by Steve Odekirk. and um, we learn that he was raised by various rodents. He <laughs> 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 grew up in the wilderness. Yeah, <laughs> raised by various rodents. Yeah, and so um, 
And so, you know, he's just walking through a, like a random the, yeah, field. The field, the field, the wilderness. Field. Who's doing the narration during that part? That was Steve Odeker. He was him too? Yeah, that was him. I I think that was it sounded like Master Tang. It's um you, you know the, it did sound like an Asian. It sounds It was like, Master Tang. It does sound like Master Ta- Master Tang, the other guy. Like, yeah, I think it was him supposed to be narrating, but that's yeah, that's like when he knocks voice. the dude's stomach out. Yeah, he's like, "What the crap, man?" Yeah, <laughs> that sounded like him. Yeah, and so um, so yeah, he's just walking, and I love when the narrator is like saying, "Uh, he's like so on he walked, and sometimes drove." <laughs> <laughs> Show him in the car. Yeah, and he's just yeah. driving a car down the road. Yeah. yeah. And occasionally partied with the desert creatures. And he, you <laughs> see him like drinking out of a cactus. Yeah, like with, and, a, with a bunch of like yeah. weird looking animals. Armadillos and centipedes. Dancing around the campfire. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, you know, and, and then, you know, we see, um, so he's, he's under constant attack, so he says. He, like, everywhere he goes, people confront him. You know, and, and, you know, and we see, uh, we see one character who's played by Ron Yoon, and he is awesome. I love Ron Yoon. He's a talented martial artist. He's done a ton of films like uh, Cradle to the Grave. He was in a live-action Mulan film. That's what it was. Yeah. I he, watched Cradle to the Grave. Cradle the to day. the Grave. Yeah, that's what it was. That's yeah. a great movie. Yeah, he's in that. He's in, uh, he's in Fast and Furious. He's in The Accountant with Ben Affleck. He's in Paper Tigers, which that came out recently. Great movie. I love Paper Tigers. Um, but yeah, you know, he, we get him and he's, you know, your days are over, mister. <laughs> your days are over, mister. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, him. Yes. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, and so. Oh, I thought. He's like a miniature bolo. He's like, kinda, he's big yeah, for an he Asian. He is a big, dude. he is a big guy, yeah. For an Asian, he's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. not as big as bolo. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, so, so, uh. So this is like our first fight scene, and it's not shot well at all. But I think that's on purpose, you know, because excuse me. And um, uh, there there are moments like whenever he jumps and it cuts away. That happened a lot in Five Fingers of Death, which I, I did that recently. Every time there's a moment in that movie, whenever someone leaps through the air, it cuts to so you can see them leap, and then it cuts again so you can see them land. <laughs> and I, I thought that was really funny because it happens a lot. Yeah, in this he does fight. it a lot. Yeah, in this fight, you know, which you know, I don't think Steve Odeker could actually do all the flips and stuff no. like that. So they had to get a stunt double to do it. But um, and you can tell it's a stunt double. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the part where he bursts through the ground, remember? Yeah, yeah. He comes up yeah. through the ground. Yeah. yeah. I love. Um, I love, there's a moment when he's kind of in the air and he does like this helicopter kick. Yep. You can tell he's on a wire yeah. and he just and he spins yeah, like spins. twenty times. <laughs> yeah. like he just keeps spinning. Yeah. And uh, and then he jump he he jumps through that hole like you just mentioned. And yeah. then he he comes up and this dude runs up and he punches a hole right through his stomach. Yeah. And this whole plug just comes out. Yeah, well, he didn't really punch a hole in his stomach. He. <laughs> He punched his stomach out yeah. of his body. Yeah. So it just made a big <laughs> hole. He hit his stomach so hard it just came out in one big glob. Yeah. And the narrator, like said, yeah. he's like, crap, man. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> That's like his stomach plug on the ground back there. <laughs> he says, I mean, I'm no doctor, but it was like one clean chunk. That doesn't even seem possible. <laughs> <laughs> if you punch hard enough. So yeah. Later on in the movie... 
y'all remember, mm -hmm. the same guy is twirling a chain, and on the end of and the chain, and he has his stomach yeah, at the plug, end. His plug. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 using it as a weapon. Yeah, that would that would that was awesome. I love that. But uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, we see him like just walking through the wilderness again. He's again, after that yeah. scene, he's back to the wilderness. Yeah. yeah, and he's confronted by this huge army of people, and there's a random woman in a bikini there. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, random. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the dude leading them, he's wearing um, what is it, a kendo helmet? And, like right, with the right, right. like with the like the fence in front of yeah, it. Yeah, they're all wearing like yeah, the, that kind of yeah. They're all, they all got spears and swords and nunchucks and all that. And the guy, uh, the guy in the kendo mask, he's he says, "Open your mouth." And um, and then they keep... this is when you see his tongue. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I love. I was laughing so hard this morning when I was watching it, and it kept it kept like zooming in and out of their faces and that really high pitched music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and so they they uh, so the chosen one takes on this whole army, and uh, <laughs> easily. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I love whenever. I love whenever he's like kicking, but the the leg is like spinning around completely. Yeah, you know, the leg, like his it's foot like is even a, facing another way. Not yeah, physically possible. <laughs> it was probably just a, a leg. They were it was. Yeah, it was a I fake saw, leg. Probably. Yeah, I yeah. saw like some behind the scenes stuff, and that's what they were doing. It was just like one whole leg, and they're like underneath him, like just, just spinning swinging. it around. <laughs> I love when that one dude is running and Chosen One's like chasing him and his foot's just like hitting his him in the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um you know, and this is of course like probably one of the most uh what's the word, I guess most popular scenes in the movie because this is when he breaks out the gopher chucks. Yes. You know, so like three these three dudes who are part who are like part of this huge army, they got nunchucks and he he finds these two gophers and turns them into nunchucks. Says, I need gopher yeah. chucks. <laughs> and that's what you see on the cover. Yeah, the you see you cover. see that everywhere. Like every cover of the movie, you see him with the gopher chucks. He has chucks. the gopher chucks. Yeah. yeah. And so um and so he he take he takes the uh he takes those three guys out with the gopher chucks. But then uh, the the dude in the kendo mask he he pulls out like one of those uh, those like pyramid caps, and he like throws it on the ground and there's like a little smoke screen, yeah. but nothing happens. Nothing happens. Just yeah. standing there yeah. when the smoke dissipates. <laughs> he's like what? He's like waiting for it to happen. And it was a really small smoke. Yeah. Bomb yeah. As well. Yeah. And uh, but then like five other dudes stand back up and they yeah randomly like yeah. dudes stand up. Yeah. They charge at him and he takes all their eyes out. Yeah. He just <laughs> he's got all their eyeballs on his finger. He starts poking. Eyeballs. Yeah. That's five fingers of death right there. Like yeah. that happens in that movie. He takes the dude's eyes out. And um and I love how he's just like standing there holding that ah and then he he like breaks a blood vessel. He busts vessel. a blood vessel in his neck from screaming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just falls out. <laughs> yeah. And so uh but anyway, and then this is where we get into the tiger and crane yeah, fist footage, like this, it, is, yeah. like this is like where all the tiger and crane fist footage comes in, and we get introduced to a whole bunch of other characters. So we, you know, this is where we see the crane school, and the, <laughs> the, the stuff they're saying when they're practicing together. Yeah, it's like a cadence. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 and uh, <laughs> they're like saying our sexual preferences oh, are our own business. Sexual preferences. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah, they're doing that, and then this is where we get introduced to Ling, who's the love interest of the film, 
and we also get introduced to Wimplow, Wimplow. which is our probably our favorite character yeah. in this movie. We all love Wimplow, and uh, you know, and just a little fun fact for you guys: uh, Wimplow in the film, in the film's Iron Crane Fist, the actor who played that character was um, was Lau Kar Wing. But in Tiger and Crane Fist, like I discovered this and I told you about it the other day, um, uh, Lau Carwing's character in Tiger and Crane Fist, that character's name was Liu Kang, like originally, yeah, yeah. which I thought that was really... That's a really strange... Yeah, that was weird. But, I wonder if Mortal Kombat like, got that from that. <laughs> no, actually they didn't. Um, that. Based on what I... From what I understand, Liu Kang was actually based on Gordon Liu, you know, from 36 Chambers Shaolin and uh, Kill Bill 2 and stuff like that, which I've talked about him before. Yeah, Liu Kang was... Yeah, because Liu Kang was meant to be like a Shaolin, traditional Shaolin monk. He was based on Gordon Liu. And his, you like, see that in the older movies. Yeah, in his... Shaolin stuff. Yeah, in his... Uh, 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 Liu Kang's original design was, was he looked like Gordon Liu. Like he had the orange robe and he was bald, had the rings, the iron rings on his wrists. But yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, so Lao Kar Wing's character in... Uh, I'm confused. <laughs> Dad's confused. Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, was originally bald headed. Yeah, that like his original design. I had no idea. But yeah, he he ended up looking kind of like Bruce Lee, but with longer hair. Well, long hair. Yeah, with yeah, longer they hair. Gave, they always stuck him with the like the long hair and the red the red bandana. Right. Yeah, but anyway, um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, that's when we get introduced to uh, like Wimplow and Ling, and uh, and Wimplow, like we said, is probably our favorite character, and his voice is so funny in this movie. Like, um, I love whenever Ling sees the Chosen One for the first time and Wimplow says, he's like, he's an outsider. Have you ever seen him before? And Ling's like, mm-mm. Well, twice. Yeah. <laughs> I forget Well, why, twice. Why? She says no, but then says, well, yeah, twice. Well, why twice. did the Chosen One go to that dojo, though? Uh, he says, um, yeah. Uh, that, that's when they all meet in that room. Yeah. He tells... You know, he he tells Matt he tells Master Tang, he says, like, why have you come to me? You know, and he says, you know, you're Master Tang, your skills are greatly known, I've traveled many miles to find you. That's pretty much all he says. Yeah, he doesn't really say I think he's just trying to to, to train because yeah. because of Master Pain. Yeah. He knows that something's coming for him. Yeah, and so um yeah, anyway, so we uh and this is a really funny scene too, like whenever yes. the chosen one is talking to Master Tang um, Master Tang's like telling him, uh, you know, about Master Pain. He he's very powerful. He's well protected by the evil council, and um, <laughs> and he chokes on a he like chokes on a butterfly or a, a moth, moth or something. A moth, yeah, moth. He's flying. <laughs> well, I, well, I think in the in the original movie he just kept coughing. He was sick. Yeah, yeah. he was sick. Yeah. So Kung Pao added a moth flying <laughs> moth in, in and out of his, his mouth. mouth. Yeah, that's why the reason he keeps coughing. <laughs> Yeah, and so um, play me like a drum. Yes, play me like <laughs> a play drum. me like a drum. Yeah, and so uh, <laughs> and so um, Master Tang he he says um, you know he says uh, he says you know you must be the chosen one. You must one. be the chosen one. And yeah. Wimplow's like master. <laughs> yeah, Wimplow stands up. I was the chosen one. <laughs> yeah, and he walks by and his shoes are squeaking. Ah, <laughs> oh, the squeaky shoes. Yeah, again yeah. with the squeaky again shoes. Again with the squeaky shoes. Yeah, that's funny. That was a good ad that Wimplow. Yeah. They made it. They made it. They made him have squeaky shoes. Yeah. So every single step he took, <laughs> it there was a squeak. <laughs> and it would, dude. And yeah, he uh, he. Oh, so man. in the original movie, is he 
good guy, bad guy? I think he's a good guy, but again, I haven't seen it. Well, well judging from what I've seen from Kung Pao, it's it's he, almost like he likes the girl in the movie. He as seems well. like that. He's he's not he's a trying bad to guy. win the girl over. Yeah, he seems like he's not a bad guy, but he's like the jealous Just type. Guy. He's the jealous type. He likes yeah, uh, Ling. Right. Yeah. 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 Obviously, he likes the girl main character. Yeah, and so um. Yeah, anyway, um, so he's like, Master, I was hoping one day I give you the chosen one and <laughs> sit down. <laughs> <laughs> and um and, and this is where, you know, Master Tang he says uh, He tells the story of yeah, Wimp he's, yeah. he's like, I must apologize for Wimp Low. He is an idiot. We have purposely trained him wrong as a joke. <laughs> as a joke. <laughs> And we get one of my then, fa- yeah, then Winflow. Yeah. One of my favorite lines from Winflow. He says, "If you've got an ass, I'll kick it." <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then uh, you know, and then again, we see uh, we see uh, Tungy, like the tongue, a chosen one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, and I love whenever he sticks his tongue out, and, and the tongue is like yay, yay. And, and so, do you think the tongue is like its own being, or do you think? Uh, he has control over it. I mean, I know it's his Whoa, tongue. Yeah. The tongue but the had tongue. a tongue. The tongue did have a tongue. <laughs> I, think, I, think, yeah, I think the tongue was his own person. If you're confused about the tongue, his tongue is literally Alive. eyes and a mouth. <laughs> and his tongue has a tongue and teeth. Yeah, he has the teeth. Too. <laughs> yes, he has teeth as well. Yeah, that's how you um, know he's the chosen one. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he's in control of it. I, I, I don't really. He's know. in control of the tongue, but is the tongue a separate person? Is what I'm saying. I don't think so. <laughs> well, if it is, he's like he might he maybe like be a little challenged because because all he does is scream. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Oh, uh, yeah. And so, uh, but I love whenever he sticks his tongue out and the tongue goes gee gee. And then uh, Master Tang's like, What in God's name is that thing? <laughs> his name is Tungy. <laughs> yeah, he's. See, it's, it's a separate person. Yeah. And, it's uh, a separate entity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, whenever, but uh, the chosen one, he says, uh, he says, uh, he seems to be the reason that I am pursued, you know, and Master Tang says, does it have a name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, Tungy. Tungy. And Master Tang says, I should not have asked. <laughs> <laughs> I should not have asked. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, and then like, this is whenever he talks about his friend. He's like, I remember a long time ago when a good friend of mine told me there would be a chosen one. And it cuts back to when a, to a young Master Tang and his friend. And he just says, there will be a chosen one. He's <laughs> got all the candles. Yeah. And, um, uh, and uh, I love like uh, whenever whenever they cut and Master Tang is is sitting in bed. Yeah, and, and the chosen one's like, I now officially know too much. And why are you in bed? <laughs> yeah, because all of a sudden the next scene, Master Tang is like bedridden. Yeah, he's like, why are you in bed? And, yeah, then that's that's when the lady was massaging him. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And I love I love when Master Tang says, "Oh, you wouldn't even believe what happened next." And chosen one goes, "No, please, <laughs> no, please." He didn't want to know more of the story. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, and then uh. He starts coughing, and Ling Ling is there massaging him, his back, and he says, play me like a drum. Play me like a drum. Play me like a drum. And I love when he's trying to get out of it, and he's, like, screaming. Yeah, he's they like, made, ah! they made the characters scream. He's, like, screaming and coughing and gagging and everything. <laughs> yeah. And the chosen ones just look at him, looking at him, like, what is your problem? Like, like, yeah, it's like a stink. Like a stink face on his face, yeah. And so, um, 
you know, anyway, so uh, um, Master Tang, he tells the Chosen One, he says, uh, you can stay here and train with us until you find Master Pain. And, um, and, uh, and Chosen One, he's like, okay, I'll stay to train. And he leaves. And I love, I love this line right here. Like, whenever he leaves, Wimp Low and this other character are standing there. <laughs> and Master Tang says, uh, he tells him, he says, now you two, on with your training. As you know, I am a man of special needs. <laughs> you will now receive the Fist of Fury. <laughs> and he's like, prepare the prepare long the rubber long glove. Rubber glove. <laughs> and then Wimplow's got that look on his face like, oh no. <laughs> what was he going to do to them exactly? Oh, I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so then, then we get a training sequence with the Chosen One. Doing these like weird push ups, you okay, know? Yeah, two fingers. Yeah. Yeah, doing all kinds of different. He did regular push ups, then two, on two finger fingers, push ups, then no hands, then no hand push ups. Yeah, yeah. He and was then blowing no, himself then up. No feet and no hands. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like blowing himself off the ground. And I love the scene. I love the part in the scene whenever the, you see the group of guys like practicing with spears, and then the camera pans over to him, and he's using a bow flex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just like sitting there with a bow in flex. In a bow flex machine. Yeah. And then he jumps in the air and does like fourteen somersaults. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. does. He does. Uh, yeah, like in a row. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, uh, which oh man, I forgot. And right before the training sequence, this is like the the scene between. Wimplow and Ling, you know, he's like, my finger points, and, um, and Ling is, like, telling him, he says, uh, she's like, Wimplow, you think losing is winning, and, <laughs> and Wimplow's like, huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, my finger points. <laughs> yeah, and Wimplow says, um, he tells Ling that he's gonna defeat the Chosen One, and she's like, please don't, and he says, I will defeat him. I will defeat him. And yeah. then he's like running, and as he's running, his shoes, his shoes are squeaking. Are squeaking. Of course, the shoes are squeaking. Yeah, and then the training sequence happens. But then I love, I love here. This is a great scene too. Whenever he's practicing, like the right after he did all those flips in the air and then lands, Wimp Low comes up and he's like, um, he's "Knock, like, knock, knock, who's there? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your butt is about to be kicked." And then, and then he says, "Uh." Just take a close look. Because I, I rule, rule baby. <laughs> <laughs> and the chosen one says, and who do you rule? The large, dark nipple people? <laughs> because, yeah, because he didn't have a shirt on. He had some very dark nipples. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the large, dark nipple people. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and when Bliss says, I rock and roll all day long, sweet Susie. Sweet Susie. <laughs> I love that line. Dude, sweet Wimplo, Susie. Wimplo just says crazy stuff. Yeah, and um, and I love his laugh whenever he says, I challenge you. Like, I can't do the laugh. It's, <laughs> yeah, now Wimplo wants to challenge him to, like, a workout session. Yeah, like, not a fight. Not yet. Well, no, they do fight. They but, do uh, fight at the end. No, not oh, the end. But, oh, it, like, happens, like, right there. No, it, right there, like... He well, says, well, I challenge when you. When he challenges him, they go to the wall, and he says, leap that wall, if right. you're so great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he jumps over. Yeah. And he Cho- jumps over the wall. Chosen one yeah. jumps over the wall, then Wimplow goes, and he's like, big deal. And he goes, up and over. And he, like, flips and just hits the wall. Yeah, he, like, hits the wall and <laughs> falls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um... Uh, but then but then they, uh, they they go to fight. You know, he challenges him, challenges him to a fight. And, uh... And, of course, uh... 
the chosen one is obviously the better fighter. Yeah. And he, he kicks Wimplow in the face, and Wimplow says, face to foot style. How'd you yeah. like it? Yeah. <laughs> he think in anything that, if he gets hurt, he thinks the He's other winning. guy is losing. Yeah, he, <laughs> it's like Ling said, you think losing is winning. <laughs> yeah, so, so they're fighting, and... Yeah, but he, I just love, start, he starts bleeding. <laughs> yeah, no, I love like I love after the chosen one kicks him in the face, and he like tells him, uh, you know, I believe on some planet your style is quite impressive, but your weak link is this is Earth, <laughs> and then Wiggle says, Oh yeah, try my nuts to your fist style. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, Ling shows up, and she's like, please stop. Wimplow sucks as a fighter. A child can beat him. <laughs> and then and she um, breaks him up. And, uh, yeah, she, she kind of breaks the fight up, and then we get that guy who's like, chosen one, Master Payne's in town. He well, has like a redneck well, accent. Yeah, yeah. Redneck accent. Yeah. Well, at first, though, when she broke him up, Wimplow, Wimplow says, I'm, I'm bleeding. Make me the, the victim. victim. <laughs> yeah, he thinks he won the fight. Yeah, his nose is bleeding, and he's like got a... His lip is bleeding. Yeah. Like, I'm bleeding, making me yeah. the victim. And then you have an Asian man running toward them. Yeah. And he has the most country accent ever. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Master Payne's in Master Payne. Master Payne's meeting Master with the mayor. Payne's in town. Um, but yeah, and then we see... Um, and then we meet, uh, you know, we see Master Payne, and he's, like, doing a demonstration of how tough he is. Yeah. And so he goes outside, and um, all these guys have staffs, you know, um, and then they just start beating the hell out of him with him. And he's, like, not phased by it, you know, so he's, like, invincible. And um, and I love whenever he throws the guys off of him, he goes, towel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Towel. for his towel. Yeah. Towel. Yeah. There's a funny scene, too. Like, right, right before that starts, you see a Hooters. Like, you remember the Hooters restaurant? Yeah, they're restaurant? walking through, like, the little city, and there's a Hooters, yeah. Yeah, you see... <laughs> that's obviously, like, digitally yeah, added. Yeah, it was added, yeah. Yeah. So, I wonder if when Master Payne was getting beat by those sticks, was that paying homage to Born Invincible, the movie Born Invincible? Oh, maybe. they were beating him with those clubs, remember? Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know. I think Born Invincible came out after Tiger and Green Fist, so I'm not sure. No, I wonder if Kung Pao was paying homage to... Oh, I see what you're saying. Or okay. more of making fun Well, of well that footage movie. was from Tiger and Crane Fists, you right. know. Okay, so but, that's, uh, yeah, that was the original movie then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, so Tiger and Crane Fist actually did that first. Tiger and Crane Fist came out in 1976. Born Invincible came out two years later in 1978. Okay, so. well, maybe Born Invincible took it from... Yeah, from, from Tiger and Crane, Crane Fist. Yeah, um, but yeah, anyway... Um, um, and then, uh, <laughs> then we get, uh, we, we, we see them all like having dinner, like inside this, inside the temple or whatever. And, um, and, uh, the dude, I don't know his name, but the guy who's like with master pain all the time, he's, he says, do what he says or he'll cut off your big toe. Well, that's the mayor, isn't it? <laughs> I guess that's the mayor. Yeah, that's the mayor, I think. Is that the yeah. mayor? But yeah, he says, he says, do what he says or he'll cut off your big toe. <laughs> that's tender. <laughs> That's tender. And then they, show the, they show the foot underneath the it's table. It's bleeding. Yeah, he's like cut off somebody's toe already. Yeah, and somebody's toe is bleeding. Yeah, and then uh, and then and this is the scene whenever Master Payne decides that he's now going to call himself Betty. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then uh, um, he says, uh, "What does he say? Isn't Betty isn't a, Betty a woman's name? But <laughs> isn't Betty a woman's name?" Yeah, what's funny is that, like, in originally, like, in what they were really saying, the chosen one, he said, he doesn't say, but isn't Betty a woman's name? He says, but isn't trouble a family game? <laughs> 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 it doesn't make any sense. But, um, but, uh, 
Yeah, he's like, but isn't Betty a woman's name? And they're fixing to start fighting. And, but uh, the mayor says, uh, he's like, no, 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 it's 12 o'clock. It's time for Betty's nap. And, and so they go to walk away and then you see like the, the foot, you know, cause he cut that dude's toe off. Yeah, his toe is <laughs> bleeding. It's so. like just spraying blood <laughs> and he's like screaming. He's like, ah, <laughs> yeah, sleepy time. Sleepy time. Yeah. And so, um. You know, and, and then the chosen one, he decides that he he needs to go fight Master Pain, and and but Ling is like trying to convince him to not go fight Master Pain, and uh, <laughs> he has to train first. Yeah, she, um, she's uh she's like saying you know he'll kill you, um and and, and this is <laughs> the dubbing right here is really funny, at least what what the chosen one was actually saying because so like in in the movie he says um he's like saying. He's like, look, Ling, those curly cues on your face make me so hot I can't think straight. <laughs> but he actually said, you know, peaches and cream, cabbage and crab cake, crackers and crackers cheese. Crackers and cheese. <laughs> and um but then he tells he tells Ling, he says, I implore you to reconsider. But he actually said, I'm somebody's mommy. <laughs> that was genius. Yeah, that was so funny. I'm somebody's mommy. But Lane's just like, okay. He spends his time at the top of a waterfall swinging a chain around. <laughs> swinging a chain, swinging a chain. Yeah, swinging the chain. Yeah, so yeah, it cuts to a waterfall, and that's exactly well, what No, he doing. fights the cow first. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. goes through the meadow. Yeah. yeah. And, um. No, no, no. The lady tells him. With yeah, the yeah, I forgot about that part. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I skipped that part. But yeah, um, whenever, and, and this is a funny scene too, like whenever. Um, we missed the whole scene. Yeah, so we did. He decides that he can do. What Master Payne did. Exactly. Yeah, get beat with the sticks. So he, yeah, with the so sticks. He, yeah, so five people start beating him with sticks and he goes unconscious. And then when he wakes up, the one boob lady shows up. Yeah. Yeah. The woman with one boob shows up. I think her name was like Wah or something like that. It was weird. But um, but uh, she tells him, you know, um, it's like, you can't beat Master Payne yet. And he says, oh, it's Betty now. <laughs> she's it's like, Betty oh. now. He's like, oh, okay, well, you can't beat Betty. You know, and he says, I will beat him. And, um... And this is the one that keeps talking about the sequel. You know, right. <laughs> she keeps saying the sequel. I will see you again in the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, but anyway, uh, she, she tells the chosen one, she says, uh, it's like in the meadow, you will find Betty's great protector, Moon Yu. So avoid the meadow. Avoid the meadow. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so anyway, then then the conversation with Ling happens, and then he walks off, and then he uh, he's in the meadow, and he meets Moon Yu, who is a cow. Yeah, it's a fucking cow. Yeah. <laughs> the animation is so bad there, I, but... Uh, at the time, though, it really wasn't. No, yeah. It was it, pretty it, impressive. It looked good. Like, yeah, I was going to say, that is a really impressive scene. Like, that... Yeah. that like, that it, it, um, it looks consistent. Like, the animation is very consistent whenever he fights the cow. And this is, like, another really popular sequence in the movie. Like, yeah. everyone, anyone who knows Kung Pao, they usually talk about, like, the gopher chucks and uh, the fight with the cow. The freaking cow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in this scene pays uh, pays um, homage to the Matrix, you know, whenever the cow, like, jumps up. And he's, he's like, shooting milk at him. Yeah, <laughs> shooting milk at him through his udders, yeah. yeah. And in the whole fight, the cow is kicking his ass, too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hilarious. 
the cow is just beating him up the whole entire fight. Yeah. And, uh... Chosen one gets kind of lucky. Yeah. <laughs> but then he, like, starts beating up his udder. He's, like, hitting it like yeah. a speed bag. The weak, and... the weak spot is yeah. the udder. Yeah. And then he drains all his milk. Yeah, he, like, he, like, slides underneath him and he, like, grabs the udders. And then he just, like, squeezes all the milk Starts out of milking him. him. Yeah. And he's all skinny. Yeah, it cuts to him in, like, his whole, like, his whole midsection is, so like, is, like, is, like, wrung out or something like that. It looks like an empty toothpaste. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but anyway, so he beats Moon Yu and then he goes to the waterfall where Betty is. And he's it's swinging, a chain. swinging the chain. He's swinging the chain. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, uh, and, uh, the chosen one, he, uh, he tells Master Pain, or Betty, that he, he says, uh, he, like, pulls out the baby shoes. Uh, and he's like, yeah, he's like, remember these? <laughs> and, Master, and Betty says, uh, he says, well, you've grown. I thought you looked familiar. <laughs> yeah, like what remember. do you mean you thought he looked familiar? <laughs> From a baby. From a baby. He was an infant, yeah. And it was 20-something years ago. Yeah. yeah, he was an infant. You would not know he was, that was him when you see him as an adult. You know, but anyway, he says, um, he says, I thought you looked familiar. And he says, sorry, I didn't recognize you without crap in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> And so, um, and so, uh, the chosen one, he's fixing to fight Betty, but then we get introduced to Ling's father. Like he shows up and tells him, you know, he says, you mustn't, you're not ready. And the chosen one, I love when he says, who are you? And he says, I'm Ling's father. And he does that thing like the wee, wee, wee. Yeah. The noise that Ling makes. Yeah. And then the chosen one's like, oh dear. Oh dear. (laughs) And so, um. And so the chosen one and um and Ling's father, they both fight Betty, and 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 this is and this is like the scene whenever you see like a lot of Jimmy Wang Yu, you can see his face like in certain moments whenever they're fighting. Yeah, they're fighting in the water. Yeah, know? right. Yeah, and um, but anyway, yeah, Betty he beats the chosen one and Link's father pretty easily using his iron claw. And, uh, you know, which, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, for those of you who do not know, it's, it's, it's like just a black tiger claw attached to a chain, you know, I mean, that's like what he swings around and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so, um, he, he beats them and I love when they're falling down the waterfall oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, Link's yeah. father is like, water everywhere yeah. <laughs> all over me. And then the whale. Yeah. They fall, they go down the waterfall and then there's like a freaking orca, a orca, orca whale. Yeah. yeah it falls down and Link's father's like, whale. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was pretty funny. They added that in too. Yeah. And then, um, and then Ma- uh, Betty, I keep saying, I keep wanting to say Master Pain, but, uh, Betty, he walks up and he's, he like walks over to like, like where the waterfall ends and he finds the baby shoes and then he, that's when he says Momento. <laughs> yeah, he picks him up and says Momento. Yeah. And then, um, so the Chosen One and, uh, Ling's father, they are, they, they're like walking through the town trying to get back to Master Tang. And I love whenever they're walking through town and and uh, Link's father says, let me know if you see a Radio Shack. <laughs> I wonder what he wanted from Radio Shack. <laughs> don't, don't know. Batteries, maybe. <laughs> Some batteries or a remote control car. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember what was at, even at a Radio Shack. Yeah, I don't think I ever even went in a we Radio had, Shack. Well, I, I did. We, we had one in the mall, but like... There was one by the Walmart. There was one by the Walmart, too. Yeah, but I don't even know what was in there. Yeah. We still have one in Vancouver. Oh, really? Yeah, most of them are gone though. Like they're most of them have all shut down. But anyway, um, uh, <laughs> so they get to they get to Master Tang's school, and um, 
and uh, when Master Tang sees him, he's like, "Hey, I remember yeah. you." <laughs> and it's and it's, it's his friend from before. Yeah, yeah, it's his friend from before. It was his friend who was telling from the, him from the cutaway scenes. Yeah, who was who was telling him there would be a chosen, be a chosen one. one yeah. yeah, that was him. And um, and <laughs> I love like when he's hugging him, and he's like, "No, please, I have a mortal wound." <laughs> <laughs> and he starts like poking at it. Or yeah. Something. yeah, Master Tang's like, "Where? Where does it hurt? It's pretty much around the big bloody spot." <laughs> And Master Tang says, come inside. I'll get the Neo Sport. <laughs> Neo. Yeah, then he starts singing the song. Nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. Neo. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, we uh, we see Ling's father in bed. He's all bandaged up and he's dying. And um, and he's telling Master Tang, he says, uh, he says, the creature in the Chosen One's tongue, although a little disturbing, possesses a great supernatural power. <laughs> <laughs> And he's telling him he's power. Yeah, he draws it out. He draws it out because he's wounded. Yeah, and so um, he tells Master Tang. He says, uh, "He's like without Tungy, the council is invincible. Do you understand?" And Master Tang nods yes, but then he goes no. no. <laughs> he nods yes, but they made him say no. He's like, "No, I don't understand." No. And that's like when he starts like messing with the wound, like Dad said. He's like picking at yeah, it. The guy starts groaning, so he starts like messing with starts it. Doing starts the, like, like doing pressure, yeah, yeah, the pressure, pressure points. points. Right. It starts massaging it. It's like, it's like massaging yeah. it. <laughs> and Link's father's like, "Don't do that. That hurts." <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. That hurts. And, and Master Tang's like, "No, no, it's good. It's good." And he's like, "No, please. I have a wound there. <laughs> I have a wound there." And Master Tang says, he says, come on, don't spoil everything. This works for both of us. <laughs> but then, um... Then yeah, but then he dies. Then he, then he got croaks and dies. Yeah, he's like... Because he was messing with it. He shouldn't have messed with Messing with his wound, yeah. Yeah, that was a more... Yeah, that was a fatal wound. <laughs> he was going I have a fatal wound. <laughs> there was no coming back from that one. Yeah. And so, um... So, yeah, he dies, and, um... <laughs> And so, uh, you know, this is uh, uh, the Chosen One and Ling. They're talking, you know, and Ling. <laughs> Ling's lines are really funny in this. Like, Chosen One tells her, you know, he says, he says, I'm so sorry, Ling. And Ling says, and she's like, he was my father my entire life. We were friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now he's dead. And she goes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I never got that. I don't, <laughs> she just does. <laughs> random noises. Yeah, she just says, <laughs> And uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, and I love uh, and <laughs> we didn't. Oh man, I forgot about this scene too. I keep forgetting certain scenes. But I love whenever uh, uh, Master Tang. Like uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, go back go back a few steps. But I love when Master Tang is fixing to fight Betty for the first time. Yes, and he's like saying, <laughs> "Excuse me." I um, he's like saying, "Uh, uh." It's like, I know you seek the Chosen One, and I know what you did to his family, and now I'm going to beat you up. Yeah, and he's like coughing. <laughs> and um, and I love when, I love when uh, Betty's like, he's like, geez, at least cover your mouth. We're all going to catch it. <laughs> and I love when, so like that, the, a younger, a younger guy steps up like trying to defend master tang yeah why i oughta and then master Payne hits him with his iron claw and he's like why i oughta that was so funny yeah um 
But I love a. But he's like, geez, at least cover your mouth. We're all going to catch it. And Master Ting's like, fight or die. And, and Betty's <laughs> like, okay, I'll shake your bouncy booty. Hit it. And this yeah, is where we see. You. This is where we get introduced to another character with the with the boom with the boombox. Yeah, they added him in there. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's another character that they added in into this movie where he just kind of stands there and he's got a boombox on his shoulder. And every time Betty says hit it, he plays like a random song, like. For sort of like for this one, he plays "Can't Touch This." Yeah, yeah, and um, and so they're they're fighting, and uh, you know, and Betty, of course, he's um, fighting him to the beat of the song. Yeah, yeah, and he's like singing along with it. Yeah, and, um, but uh, but and Master Tang actually did a really good job fighting him, though he held his own. <laughs> he held yeah, his own yeah, using Crane style, like he he did look good. You know, again, the character was sick. You so know, right. so he coughing. Could, yeah. yeah, he couldn't he couldn't hold it, but um, but uh, and. <laughs> And uh, I love whenever, like you said, with the guy who's like, why I ought to, um, uh, Master Tane stops him. He's like, don't. He'll kill you like a small dog. Let your anger be as a monkey in a pinata, hiding with the candy, hoping the kids don't break through with the stick. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts snorting. And then Betty's like, oh, geez. And now the, and snorting, now the starts. snorting starts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, who stops the fight? Uh, uh, it um, he starts coughing. They kind of stop because he's like coughing. He starts yeah. coughing, and this dude walks up, and he just says, "Master Payne's not well." Yeah, he yeah. says, he's like, "Please, Betty, Master Tang is unable to fight you. He's very sick." Oh, Master and, Tang. Yeah, I say Master Payne. Yeah, <laughs> he just says he's very sick, and but yeah, then the fight ends. Well, I'm surprised uh, Master Payne just didn't kill him. Yeah, <laughs> but um. But anyway, yeah, so uh, so going back to after Link's father dies, we see the Chosen One. He's, like, in the middle of a field somewhere. And this is whenever we meet Mushu Fasa, <laughs> which obviously is a play it's on Mufasa making from Lion fun King. of Lion King. Lion King. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I remember. What should I do? Yeah, and I love whenever the, 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 the lion, Mushu Fasa, I love whenever he pops up, he says Simba, and the Chosen One's like, I'm not Simba. I'm not Simba. <laughs> it's like, I'm the Chosen One. Mushu Fasa. And, and Mushu Fasa keeps calling him Cho Simba. Like, he's Cho like, Cho Simba. Simba. <laughs> Cho Simba one. <laughs> and, um... So uh, I love, um, he's like telling him, this is so funny. He's like telling him, uh, you know, uh, he's like saying, you know, behold the symbols. Right, yeah. he doesn't understand yet that time. Yeah, he's like saying behold the symbols and you see like this this uh, this one symbol, which it was like a, it's kind of like this like long like rock piece, like a, a, like a blue Right. Blue jewel in the middle or something like that. From his mother's name. Yeah, which his mother had one and, and the the one boob chick had one too. And then you see the other one, which is like the three the three triangles, which that's what Master Payne has. Right. But he doesn't explain them at all. He just says, Behold the symbols. <laughs> Behold the symbols. That's something that always bothered me about this movie. I know it's that just, was just a strange part. Yeah, I know it's just a parody and you should shadow. Yeah, I know it's just a parody and you shouldn't take it seriously, but uh, they did not explain the symbols, like what they mean or anything like that. They're just there. You don't know what the symbols mean until, like, later. The next. No, I, they still don't even really the say that there was no sequel. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, Mushu Fasa, he's, he tells them, um, he's, like, saying, uh, uh, the the key to beating Betty is in the stars above, and the chosen one's like, I don't understand. And Mushuba says, Of course you don't. I'm speaking in riddles. So <laughs> <laughs> like, that's kind of the point, like a clue. <laughs> yeah, he's foreshadowing, yeah. and um, 
So anyway, uh, and I love whenever he's like fading away into the sky, and he's like saying, "This is CNN." <laughs> this is CNN. Yeah, and um, so anyway, next morning uh, we see Master Tang. He's fixing to. Uh, he's just walking through the woods or whatever, and he's like singing. <laughs> he's like singing about the noises animals make, but it's like really inaccurate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, he was right at first. He's like he's like saying chicken go cluck cluck, which is right, you know. Yeah. Or, Cow go moo. Cow go moo. Um but then he's like start then he's like starts getting into other animals like 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 ostrich goes bad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or koala goes and he's like starts clicking his tongue like like something like that. Yeah, yeah. But then uh Master Payne or Betty, he shows up in the woods and they and him and Master Tank start fighting again, you know, and he says, Hit it and then we see the dude with the, the boom box again playing Baby Got Back. <laughs> he caught him off guard this time. Yeah. And so they're fighting and um and uh Master uh Betty, he kills Master Tang, like hits him in the face with his iron claw. I love whenever like right before he hits him with the in the face with the claw, it pauses mm-hmm. and Master Tang's like, Okay, so here are my options. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, quickly duck sideways, dodge the claw, and take him out with a spinning back kick, or B, take the claw in the face and then roll on the ground and die. <laughs> <laughs> and then it hits him in the face when he rolls on the ground and but dies. Show the different scenarios. Yeah, and Master Tang's like, ooh, I should have gone with A. <laughs> and um But he doesn't die right then though. No, not immediately. Not immediately. Yeah, and but anyway Seriously after Seriously injured. Yeah. But after <laughs> Ma- after Betty beats Master Tang, we see Wimp Low running through the woods mm-hmm. and uh and his shoes are squeaking. With his squeaky of shoes. And um and he's like, That's right, follow me right into my trap. And then they uh Betty hits him in the back with the iron claw and he dies right there. And um you know, and then we see Ling. Um, <laughs> so a little earlier on, Ling got captured by some of, of Betty's uh, like henchmen. You know, and this is like <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, this is like one of the dumbest scenes, but it's so funny. Whenever they're like just they're just like making noises back and forth. Yeah. He's like asking her questions, and they just start making noises. Yeah, they just start like she, uh, Ling's just going like wee wee, and then Betty's like yeah. <laughs> Master Payne fights those two guys at the... The ventriloquist. Yeah, yeah Betty fights the, the ventriloquist. ventriloquist. <laughs> yeah, there was... Like, um, there was... Their mouths were not moving at all in this scene, but they just put voices over it and just, like, talk about ventriloquists. It's because they're ventriloquists. Like yeah. I love after he beats the two ventriloquists, he says, Orson, and then the henchmen like, Wells. <laughs> Wells. <laughs> Orson. Wells. <laughs> and, um... But anyway, so yeah, they capture Ling, but Ling gets away. She she runs off, and after they kill Wimplow, uh, we see uh, we see Betty and his henchmen chasing after her, and Ling sees the chosen one coming out like on the other side of the woods, and um, <laughs> and this is like whenever she's like chosen one, and he's, he keeps saying I'm coming, I'm coming. Yeah, they just keep going back and forth. Chosen one, I'm coming, I'm coming. In every yeah. scene, he gets farther away from her, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, I'm coming. Yeah. And then when he's in the middle of the running, um, a random net, like a little, a tiny net, yeah, a very small net, a tiny net. It just, it just 
gets thrown at him, and he's like tangled up. He can't get out of it. But it's so small, he just yeah, can't just get out of it. Covers though. just his his face. Yeah, yeah, like his face and his shoulders, like, oh. and he can't get out of it. Only his fingers were stuck in it. Yeah, and he's yeah. like <laughs> act like he's suffocating. Yeah, like. he can't get out. And uh, and this is like whenever they do the intermission, I put quotes on that because it's not really an intermission. But um, I love the intermission scene because Betty is like saying, "You see, Betty's like, go get some snacks, perhaps a carbonated soda." And then Ling says, "I hope they have ices." Yeah, they made it like a <laughs> kind of like a movie theater intermission, yeah, yeah. like for people to go get snacks. Yeah, they, like, they, yeah. they used to do that. You know, yeah, back yeah. in the day. I'm gonna get some milk duds. Yeah, <laughs> Wimple says, "My nipples, my look nipples like- look like milk duds." <laughs> that always made me laugh so hard. There was another scene with uh, a little earlier. I just remembered it. Uh, we were talking about when the uh, fighters are training, mm-hmm. and uh, that they say they're just saying random things. Right. One yeah. of them, they they were training, and they're like, "One of us, yeah. is wearing <laughs> a push up bra." Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that was whenever uh, that was whenever Link's father came in, like with the with the wound and the neosporin. Yes, yeah. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, so anyway, um, uh, yeah, the Chosen One, he gets tangled up in that net, then the intermission happens, and then he's like, and then we cut back to the Chosen One, and he says, he's like, I will not be stopped by a tiny net. I'll reverse the capture method, and... Uh, yeah, and so then, he just goes back in time, And basically. he's, like, Rewind. running backwards. Yeah. Rewinds, yeah. He's, like, running backwards, and he's like, now I gotta find Ling. And this is, he, he ends up in the woods... And um and this is where he finds out that Wimplo is dead, and then we see Master Tang, and he he's like chosen one, and he says um he finds he's like Master, and Master Tang's like do I look all right? <laughs> and the chosen <laughs> one's like uh yeah sure, <laughs> he's like on a scale from one to ten, and chosen one says uh one. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking rough. Yeah, and he, and this is like when he tells him, he starts telling him he says, "I really like the band In Sync." Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> My favorite member is Harpo. <laughs> He's like, "If there isn't a Harpo, they, there should be." <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, and then he he dies. He's but he tells him he says, "Uh, he says, "You must be aware of Betty's iron claws. They are sharp." And they heard. <laughs> and he says, and you must beware of that song about big butts. He beats you up while, while he's playing while it. He's playing it. <laughs> and then he dies, or so we think. He think he, you think he dies. Yeah. yeah. And then we see Ling. She's hurt, too, and she's dying, apparently. And it's not even the same woman. <laughs> like, it's a different woman. But, you know, I think they had to do that because... The character in the original movie didn't die, you know that didn't happen, you know. So they had to get someone else who kind of looked like that her. That looked like her, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and then <laughs> and then so she's dying, but then we see the chosen one's dog because he has a dog with him. We haven't talked about the dog. There are so many moments in the movie where the dog oh, barks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just randomly. Yeah, he barks, but like you see him do the like do the mouth movement, right. but and the bark like, doesn't happen until like, like twenty right. seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and so um, and then the dog is dying, but then he hears Master Tang call out to him again, and he goes and he sees him, and he's like, "Master, I thought you were dead." And Master Tang's like, "I only did this," and he goes. Ugh. And he says, that doesn't mean that a person mean is dead. dead. <laughs> that doesn't mean a person is dead. And then Ling calls out to him again, and he runs and sees Ling is still alive. And she's like, 
why did you run off? Why did you leave me? <laughs> and then the dog comes back and he's alive. And I love whenever he says, he sees that the dog is alive and he says, wait, if you're all alive, then surely Wimp Low. And then he like goes to see Wimp Low and he sees him and he goes, oh. Yeah, his, <laughs> Wimp Low is like, dead. Flies, you hear like flies, flies around. buzzing around him. Yeah, He's really dead. He's rotting. Yeah, and He's like, oh. Oh. <laughs> So is this before the Mercury or after the Mercury? No, before. we have, it was before we haven't gotten. We're there about yet. to get to that training session. Yeah, but I love um, I love here um, when he sees that Wimplow is really dead. He's like, Betty has gone too far. Killing is wrong and bad. There should be a new stronger word for killing, like bad wrong or badong. <laughs> <laughs> killing is badong. Yeah, and it's just for this from this day on, I will stand for the opposite of killing. Gnawdab. <laughs> Which is badong backwards. Gnawdab. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Gnawdab. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll be right back after the break. So after um, after, after the whole old Gnawdab thing, um, this is where uh, the Chosen One... He he goes he goes and buys a bunch of those triangular pyramid caps because Betty has two of them on his chest and they are the source of his power, and so he buys a bunch of them and hammers them all into some wooden dummies. Which this is one of my favorite scenes is like whenever he's practicing with the wooden dummies because he's trying to figure out how to remove them, like figure out a way to remove the caps so that he can so that he can kill Betty. And uh, <laughs> um. First, I'll just say, like, I uh, again, I do love the sequence. It, I, it pays it pays tribute to a lot of films because there were like so many Cobra movies where people were practicing on wooden dummies like that, like Born Invincible, yeah, like Born Invincible or uh, Shaolin Wooden Men with Jackie Chan, Executioners from Shaolin had a had a had a dummy sequence as well. There was one too in uh, the Venom Mob movie, uh, Invincible Shaolin. There was one of those in that too. Um, so uh, yeah, so he's trying to figure out a way to get the to rip the caps off, and it's really funny because he can't do it, and so he gets like really frustrated, and he's like screaming at him and and shaking his fist, and he like then tries, he starts trying all kinds of ways to take yeah, them off because his hands ain't strong enough. He starts he, trying to bite them off, use a and coin, he, yeah, use a coin <laughs> to, to pry them, pry them off. off, yeah. And I love whenever he can't do it, he's like. He's like, I'll never be able to do it ever. And he like, kind of stomps off. Yeah, and he like just kind of goes off, and he's like whining. He's like whining, Aah. yeah. And then you you see Ling there, and he's like, "Don't look at me." His, <laughs> His hands, hands are yeah. all messed up. His They're hands all, bloody are all bloody and cut up and yeah, everything. Yeah, and so Ling, this is so funny right here too. So like, whenever his hands are all cut up, Ling is like asking him if it hurts, <laughs> and the chosen one shakes his head no, and then she like. Uh, squeezes lemon juice on them. Now does it hurt? And yeah, she's like, does it hurt now? And Joe one says no. And then she pours salt on them. And she's like, how about now? And he says, nope. And then she breaks a thermometer. Breaks a thermometer on him. She gets a thermometer and breaks it. And then just starts like pouring mercury on his hands. And she's like, how about this? And he says, you broke a thermometer in my hands. <laughs> Which in the, uh, in what they were really saying, he said, that's mercury, psycho. <laughs> and then she says, uh. Is what she tells him. She says, "Rub it all in my hair," <laughs> and uh, 
and uh, and she says, uh, "How do your hands feel now?" And chosen one says, "I don't know. They feel like they're on fire." <laughs> and she says, "So you think that's hot? Because I'll show you hot." And she sets his hands on fire. Oh, she that's like right, yeah. she pours like lighter fluid on yeah, them. Yeah, she sets his hands. And on sets fire his hands on like fire. <laughs> you can tell that those hands aren't real though. Oh yeah, yeah. You can tell they're like dummy hands that Steve Odekirk is probably like holding up like that, you know, and and um. But anyways, uh, Link says, like, try it now, you know, and he he goes back to the wooden dummy, and he, he's able to rip the caps right. off. So maybe what Ling did strengthened his hands. Yeah, exactly. that, I think that was the point. That was the yeah. point. Yeah. That was the point. Which, after he ripped the caps off, he he tells Ling, he says, you've helped me reach the next level, you know, and he says, <laughs> I love right, right here when he says, you help me reach the next level, he says, um, he says, and here I was just starting to think you were a sadistic psycho bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sadistic psycho bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh and <laughs> we haven't oh man, I forgot about this part too. There are so many scenes I keep forgetting, but we forget uh the clothes. Your clothes are red, you know. So, oh well, that was yeah, yeah that's way back. Yeah, yeah. This happened earlier. So anyway, yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> we'll talk about that scene anyway now. So um yeah, so uh, Betty, he's like looking at these paintings of like tigers and cranes and he's like saying he's like Tiger. Tiger. Tiger, tiger, tiger. And then he sees one of a crane, he's like bird. Bird <laughs> birdie. birdie. Birdie Birdie. And he says, I am a great magician and he looks at the mayor. The mayor is wearing black clothes. And when he says, I'm a great magician, he looks at the mirror and says, your clothes are red. And then All they're red. Sudden, they turn it, red. Yeah, you, then, then they, they just put a scene in there where the, the mayor is wearing red clothes. Yeah, they did. They cut in their own scenes. Yeah, yeah they cut parts out. Yeah. Yeah. And they just put them all together, put the random scenes put together. Put the scenes together to make it look like he just changed clothes. Yeah, yeah. and um, and then some henchmen come in because they think the, uh, you know, uh, uh, Betty thinks that the Chosen One is dead. Because, you know, because the whole tiny net thing, they they threw they threw the tiny net on him. And so they figured he just kind of laid there and died Something. in the desert. Yeah, <laughs> he just laid there and died in the field. But, um... But anyway, some henchmen come in and they tell Betty that, that the Chosen One is still alive. And he's like, this is bad. This is very bad. And then he says, your clothes are black. Your yeah, clothes are black. Yeah, and yeah. then you see the mayor in black clothes. And then he says, um, he says, he alone can stop the evil council's plan. Him and that infernal tongue. Red clothes. Red clothes. <laughs> red clothes. Yeah. And then you see him again in red clothes. And the mayor's clothes are red. Yeah. And I love how uh, the mayor tells him, he says, um, uh, the mayor asks him. He's, he's like, uh, "But what? Uh, what about the chosen one?" <laughs> and Master and uh, Betty says, "I'll kill him. I'll kill him dead with a a rock or something. <laughs> with a rock or something, <laughs> or like like a stone." <laughs> and um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, so um, the chosen one he figures out how to rip the caps off, and and then we see him trying to figure out a way to do it and so he's like imagining a bunch of different techniques to do it and i love whenever ling is like saying um he's like but you've mastered your technique you should be able to beat him now and the chosen one says i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry like he can't you like, should be able to beat him now i got everything but the last part of two you should be able and she says you should be able to beat him now and he is perhaps with wooden dummies don't fight back and he's like thinking of all these different ways to rip the caps off and you see him and this dude with the caps on and there he's like trying to think of different ways to do it i love um, he like the first one he says he says i can leap like a freak <laughs> i can leap like a freak and then throw in a back snapping eel strike but he'd have a clear shot at my ribs 
and uh, you know, but then he's like, I could always pretend I'm a bird, and it shows him like flapping, flapping. towards the dude. Yeah, he's flapping towards him with his hands ready. <laughs> yeah, and then the uh, but then the dude kicks him in the nuts, and he says, "But that would just look stupid and leave my small sensitive balls completely exposed." <laughs> <laughs> And the, and then he says the best thing to do would would go for both caps at once, and he shows him again like jumping and then grabbing them. But then he does like a palm strike to his chest, and then the chosen one says, "No matter no matter the tactic, they all have a flaw." <laughs> and then Ling says, "You should you be should able to beat him now." And so, and so this is. Uh, and then uh, uh, the chosen one, he comes up with an idea. He's like, I think I have an idea. And so he goes to a, he goes to like a, a market, like a little market in the in the town or whatever. And he walks up to the guy and he says, I love this part. And he says, I'll take a pound of nuts. And then the guy says, that's a lot of that's nuts. That's a lot of nuts. <laughs> you want fries with that? Yeah. <laughs> he says, that's a lot of nuts. And then he gives, him a, he gives him the bag of nuts. And he says, that'll be four bucks, baby. You want fries with that? <laughs> And the chosen one just looks really confused, and he gives it to him, and then the chosen one leaves, and then the guy walks out following him, and he pulls out a cell phone and says, "He just left with nuts." nuts. <laughs> and you can tell the yeah he's working for Master Payne. Yeah, yeah, and it's not even his arm. Yeah, they just, just kind of put it. The in phone there. just gets brought up in there, and he's yeah. just like t- like it's not even his hand. He yeah, just left with nuts. <laughs> And uh, but anyway, yeah. So then we see the chosen one. He's like trying to feed some nuts to a squirrel, and then um, that was his plan for the palm to the chest. Yes. Yeah, the was the squirrel. Palm. Yeah, and then uh, cushion the blow. Cushion the blow. Yeah, and then, but then right before our big final fight happens, we see Betty again um, in the temple with the mayor, and they're talking, and um, and uh, and Betty gets uh, he gets like a uh, his henchman hands him a paper. And and that's how like, how he knows the evil council wants to see him because he hands him the paper and he's like oh man this is all I need <laughs> and so he goes to talk to the evil council which it, it, he goes in this room and it's like just a big machine or something like yeah, that yeah the evil council is not even a, a council it's like a big machine and there's like a light glowing from it and I love whenever he's talking and his voice is like echoing and he like starts to have fun with it he says um he's like evil council. I got your message. Hello? <laughs> the evil council isn't saying anything. Whenever he notices his voice is echoing, echoing yeah, yeah he, he laughs and he goes, Now batting, Mike Piazza. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the, the council starts to talk, but it's just like a bunch of screeching noises. It's not even words. And and um but apparently the evil council tells him that the chosen one is still alive. And Betty's like that is not possible. He has to be dead, you know. And but uh, uh, but then the evil council apparently tells him, you know, he's going to come help him. The chosen one is at the temple, and <laughs> Betty says, "Oh, he's at the temple. Thank you, evil council. This guy is toast. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is toast. Yeah. And the evil council is going to fly in and help him. Yeah." And so, yeah, we get we get to the temple, and Betty's going in there, and this is like where the big fight happens. Um, so they go to, he, uh, Betty walks in there and then, uh, him and, uh, uh, the chosen one shows up and he's got a rope, you know, and then they start fighting and, and, and then we, um, the chosen one, I love, um, we didn't talk about this earlier, but the chosen one, he rips Betty's shirt off and Betty says, shirt ripper, shirt ripper. <laughs> That's really funny. And, um, 
and then he he says hit it, and then the the, the boombox guy comes out again and plays that song. Up. There's got to be a morning after. <laughs> yeah, it's like a really slow song. Yeah, and then the chosen one throws a throwing star at the yeah. radio, and and then Black Betty starts yeah, then playing. Black Betty starts playing. Yeah, and, he, and then he's, he's then the chosen one's dancing. He's fighting. Yeah. yeah, I love whenever it starts playing. The dude holding the boombox, he like walks away. Yeah, he, yeah. But then he comes back out and starts dancing, dancing. along to yeah. it. And um, switched it up on Master Payne. Yeah, and so they they uh, they start they they, they re- the fight resumes and they get knocked out uh, knocked out of the temple and they start fighting out in the outside. Um, I love whenever the chosen one hits him and he flies out the door and when he lands, <laughs> Betty goes, "Oh goodness, <laughs> oh goodness, <laughs> yeah, goodness." And so they start fighting and there's a part where they like just both jump into the air and they're just hanging in the air fighting. Yeah, they're in the air levitating, yeah. fighting, yeah. trading blows. Yeah, really obvious wire work. And and the chosen one doing really well. He's winning the fight at first. Yeah, he's doing yeah. pretty well. Doing well. I love whenever he uh a, Ma- a Betty knocks him down, but as he goes down he grabs his pants and pulls, pulls him down. Him. And you can see his boxers, he's like wearing black silk boxers and has Betty and on they the say leg. Betty on the leg of him, yeah. <laughs> and Betty says, My undies. My undies. <laughs> and then the evil council shows up. Yeah. And like zaps Betty some powers or something. Yeah, so yeah. pyramids. Yeah, yeah. Pyramids. yeah. So, so into the pyramids. He yeah. starts glowing. Yeah, like and so, around. And the evil council is only like a floating pyramid. Oh, there's a lot of them. Yeah, like, there's a lot of floating like, pyramids. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so what anyway, what happens is the evil council shows up and um and uh <laughs> They play that song. Yeah, that French song. Yeah, you find out they're French. Yeah, they, like this this French song starts playing from the pyramid, and the chosen one's like, "They're French." <laughs> and, um, and, and yeah, and then they, like you said, they zap Betty like with this beam, and it makes him stronger. And then uh, the fight resumes, and um, and this is like when Betty paralyzes the chosen one. He like grabs his arm, and he's like, "Enjoy the paralyzer." Yeah, and he hits his arm, and it paralyzes. He his can't arm. move his arm. his arm. And he tries to hit him with the other arm, and then Betty says, "Another paralyzer." <laughs> and so now he's just floppy arms. Yeah, he like, can't, can't move even, his arms. Can't even move his arms. They're just flopping around. Yeah, and so Betty, he just lays into him after that. He like throwing all these kicks and 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 whatnot, and knocks him down, and um. And he starts, he like starts laughing at him and, uh, and he pulls out the shoes. He had the baby shoes again, the memento. (laughs) And, um, uh, and, and the chosen one has a flashback of, of, of Betty killing his family. Killing his parents. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then, and then he sees, um, and then we see the one boob chick, um, whenever she, (laughs) she, again, she's like, she said, um, she says, do it for your family. And so that I can be in the sequel. (laughs) (laughs) And then we see Mushufasa, and he says, "Stars above, aliens. Was I right or what?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was I right or what? And he says, "Oh, you need to open your mouth." <laughs> and then the chosen one opens his mouth, and then Tungi comes out, and he like launches up into the air. <laughs> and the Tungi yeah, like it's launches like so long, very long, and wraps around the pyramid. Yeah, and the then they, he like spins it, and then they all portal their way. Up into the sky or whatever, and they leave Master Pain by himself. Yeah, yeah. I love when they leave, and Master Pain uh, sees them and sees him leaving. He's like, "Oh no, guys, come on!" <laughs> and so the chosen one, he like gets his power back or whatever, and he and he like gets sails back in his arms. Yes, yeah, he sails through the air and then rips the caps out, and um, and 
I love like he rips the caps out and then Master Payne or Betty, he hits him with the palm strike on the chest and he just flies back and he's got the caps in his hands and then blood just starts spraying Spray. out. And, and he's um, like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he made it very catastrophic. Yeah. yeah. I love when he falls down. He says, ouch, ouch. I fell and hurt my stomach. <laughs> and he's like squirting blood out of yeah. those two holes. Yeah. yeah. And so Master Pain dies. And um, and then uh, the chosen one, he pulls the squirrel out of his coat, and it, there's it's like all flat, and there's a huge there's hand a print. handprint. Yeah, yeah. And then he puts the nuts on the hand. He pours the nuts on the handprint. Yeah, and yeah, and then the away. and the squirrel just leaves, and then uh, and then we see Ling. She runs up. And uh, I love the way she was crying. Like you, she like wipes her nose or whatever, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and so um. So yeah, she runs up and they they like embrace. She's like, "Oh, chosen one, you're alive," and um, and chosen one says, "It's okay, Ling. There's nothing to worry about anymore." And then we hear Master Tang say, "That's what he thought." And then yeah, then the evil council comes yeah, back or something. Yeah, and then we see we see the big sequel teaser, which didn't happen obviously, but yeah, we see like the uh, we see the evil council like rotating around the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, and this is supposed to be. The, the sequel. A sneak peek of the sequel. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we see... So, yeah, we see the evil council rotating around the Eiffel Tower in, in Paris. We see the chosen one, like, going through, like, the special training with this dude who's got really big lips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, which I feel like that that was obviously makeup. Like, yeah, yeah, that was tell. made up, yeah. Yeah. And then you see the guy with the chain swinging the Yeah, stuff. yeah. He then he pulls the stomach plug out. And, um, and, and I love, like... um. Like in one of the last shots, you see, uh, you see like this huge army of people just running, running towards the chosen one. The chosen one's like counting them out. He's yeah, like, he starts one, two, counting three, them. And, um, and and then the final shot, um, we see the chosen one and the cow Moon Yu, and he says, "I see you brought your friends this time." And then Moon Yu has this whole group of animals with him, like horses, horses and yeah. and a turtle and <laughs> chicken and a chicken. Yeah. And I'm so <laughs> upset they didn't make a sequel to that movie. Yeah, same. I, I thought they really were gonna make one because all of that. Yeah, and they um yeah, and I love. Uh, I love that final shot, like the the chicken flies towards him, and then it says, and then it, uh, we see the titles Kung Pao Two: Tongue of Fury, which didn't happen, didn't obviously. Happen, yeah. And uh, I wonder why. I don't know. Probably because it didn't make enough money. Yeah, it only made <laughs> it only it only made seventeen million, which the budget was ten million. So I mean, it, it made its money back, but you know, this this movie was not. Obviously not very successful. Well, it's like a very said. a lot of the beginning of the movie is pretty comical, mm-hmm. but it, it just gets kind of odd. It also like a lot yeah. of things in the movie that we kind of skipped over because it's just kind of odd. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing they kind of added in there. Yeah, the movie. Yeah, the movie was not received very well. It no, got it like very negative reviews. Yeah, in fact, I didn't even see it at the movie theater. A friend of mine, uh, who was also being the martial arts movies, went and saw it, and he was like, "Dude." Don't waste your time. What? Yeah, because he thought it was going to be like a martial arts movie, not a parody. Wasn't what he expected. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but of course, your days are over, yeah, Mister. When it came out, I had to buy it because it's a martial arts movie. Yeah. We. Yeah. I don't remember who bought us the VHS tape, but yeah, we, oh, we didn't have it on VHS. Clue. I don't remember. But um. But yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, it wasn't received very well, and um. And it just sequel just never happened which i do remember but this was a long time ago this was like six years ago i think steve odekirk said that a sequel was happening but 
that again that was six years ago and there has been no no word <laughs> yeah. about it since who knows so I don't I, I don't know what happened there which you know and he also said that it probably wouldn't even be a direct sequel like it still wouldn't even be Tongue of Fury it would be something completely different yeah and um but anyway yeah again that was six years ago so I mean it obviously that didn't that I guess that didn't get off the ground either well you have to be a big fan of like Naked Gun movies to really enjoy it or appreciate yeah. it so yeah which you know and I, I think uh I think that's kind of why we love it so much is because we know of course it's stupid you know it's a really dumb movie it's, yeah yeah it's not good but it's still like really funny it's and really funny. entertaining I think you know and if you have a deep if you have like a deep love and appreciation for martial arts and martial arts movies, you'll get the jokes and you'll and you'll enjoy the movie. Yeah, you'll understand where a lot of the jokes come from because yeah. a lot of the martial arts in those movies back then were completely ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> and the dubbing was dubbing was really and the dubbing bad. was very bad. And so, in like when they made people do ridiculous kicks and flips, the footage was very bad. Mm. It's like weird cuts. Yeah, the, you know? yeah, that's like I was. So saying. it does kind of point. It does kind of show you that like. The terrible kung fu and stuff in those old movies. Yeah, which like I mean I wouldn't say the kung fu was bad. It was just bad, what, bad, bad editing. It was superhuman things almost. Yeah, almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and bad editing. Which you know, of course, you know Bruce Lee. You know we I've talked about him so much, but you know he he was like one of the very first guys to do movies with like practical. Uh, practical fights yeah. and stuff like that. Yes, there wasn't a lot of cutting away. You know, and wire he, work. Yeah, no stuff. wire work and stuff like that. You know, he was doing everything himself, and he had, you know, he had other guys. Just he had a lot of guys working with him, which you know, which that was, you know, he was working with Golden Harvest, you know, and of course the other big company was Shaw Brothers, which I've talked about. You know, they they were the ones who like focused a lot on like one on one fights and stuff like that, and uh, and a lot of you know, again, like you said, that they had. There was just a lot of cutting away, and I'm yeah, talking yeah. about that as cutting well. scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, which you know, I mean, if you watch like if you watch like a Venom Mob movie, there there isn't a lot of it. You yeah, know? like if you watch like Five Deadly Venoms or or Shaolin Rescuers or something like that. Like watch pretty much any Venom Mob film; those fight scenes are edited very well. Which you know, there was a lot of focus going on, and and those guys were all super acrobatic and very talented. And yeah, stuff like yeah, that. So, more theatrical. Yeah. yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's that's Kung Pao. Uh, enter the fist if you yeah you yeah. should watch it yeah strange watch it. movie but get through it it's funny <laughs> yes, yeah the outtakes are funny too yeah i love they they, they made some funny uh, they made some funny uh bloopers, bloopers out of it hilarious yeah which you know obviously it was just scenes from tiger and crane fist and they just like added dialogue to it to make it seem like it was a gag or something like yes, that yes yes like uh <laughs> like whenever whenever master tang is is like messing with uh, the guy with Ling's father's wound. Uh, you can hear Steve Odekirk say "cut," but he just keeps doing it. And Ling's father's like, "The director said cut. You should stop doing that." <laughs> <laughs> and Master Tang's like, "I'm rehearsing." <laughs> uh, Great movie. Yes, I love Kung Pao and Fist. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's it for today, guys. Thanks as always for listening. This was this was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah. very funny. Yeah, I, got, I need to go home and watch it. Yeah, I might watch it again later, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have to. I can't watch it with my wife because she doesn't like it. She doesn't, of course. <laughs> Amber doesn't like Kung Pao, which is fine. <laughs> yeah, she loves Kung Pao. <laughs> yeah, and so um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that that that's it for today, guys. Thanks as always. Don't forget to uh, 
Don't forget to uh, follow me on Instagram at CalebBryant9 and uh, go to our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash cinema 9 And uh, one more quick reminder, don't forget that episode 20 is happening on July 24th. That's uh, this coming up weekend. I'm going to be discussing the 2008 Ip Man film, very first Ip Man movie with Donnie Yen. Definitely cannot wait to talk about that. And I also do want to uh, get one more uh, other thing out of the way. Whenever we did, uh, or whenever I did the last Five Fingers of Death episode and I was talking about uh, Donnie Yen's birthday, I got his birthday wrong, which I do that a lot, but... um, Donnie's birthday is on July 27th. I accidentally said July 26th. <laughs> but, but yeah, anyway, yeah, so yeah, we're going to be celebrating Donnie's birthday. He's going to be turning 58 this year, which wow. is insane. Yeah, the dude is in such amazing amazing shape, and he looks yeah. so young. You would not think this guy is 58. Like, this guy's close to 60. It's insane. But yeah, anyway, yeah, so yeah, uh, the very first It Man move from 2008, I'm going to be doing that on July 24th, so keep your eyes open for that. And uh, I've also got uh, one more really big uh, thing in the works. I'm going to be doing another quick kick uh, next uh, next month in August. I'm going to be talking Dragon Ball, the original Dragon Ball anime. Which, nice. Yeah, which I've been watching that a lot lately, so I cannot wait to talk about that. I'm yeah. going to do a quick kick on that. So, yeah, keep your eyes open. July 24th is the Ip Man movie, and then... Some point in August, I will announce it soon. Some point in August, I will be doing a quick kick on Dragon Ball. So, yep, that's it. Thanks as always, guys. And uh, until July 24th, take care.